Some folks out there may think I'm crazy or lying or you might be slightly annoyed by what I'm about to say. I love Mondays. There, I said it and I mean it and I am on a mission to make Mondays marvelous for you too. I recognize that Many people don't have a traditional weekly schedule, so if your school or work schedule has a reset day on a different day of the week, just replace Monday with whatever day that is for you because the sentiment is the same. Mondays are a gift. They are a fresh start and they're a chance for you to reprioritize and get ahead of your tasks for the week but we often prioritize fear and procrastination and then we struggle to get ahead of things and just feel really overwhelmed by what lays before us. We dread the week because of Mondays. And so I aim to change that. In today's episode of the Speak Organized podcast, I'm gonna be sharing a few golden nuggets with you about goal setting. And these are seven tips that you can use to create easy and repeatable strategies that will help you actually get things done. So if you are ready for some of that, stick around and let's get into it. productivity-based life coach, and decluttering expert. I like to speak organized to give you the tools to conquer your clutter, live life with more purpose, and learn all about the business of tidying. Down in the description of this video where you can join the waitlist for my next mini course, and they happen for free every month inside my Facebook group. And this upcoming one is Meal Planning Simplified, where I'm gonna help you learn strategies and easy to follow routines to help you waste less money, less time, and less pantry space, less food, all that good stuff. And that's happening again inside my free Facebook group. You can join down below on the waitlist to check that out. And as I suspect that you are here watching this because you are interested in living a more organized and productive life, I do also offer one-on-one -on -one virtual clutter coaching and productivity life coaching services. And you can check out all of the services and the packages that I offer down in the description below. So be sure to check those both out. All right, so the first thing that we're gonna do is a process that I take most of my clients through when we're working on goal setting. And this is gonna be what a lot of people refer to as goal horizons, which is just a term to help you figure out what your long-term, your short-term, and anytime goals are. And so long-term goals are going to be lifelong purpose-filled goals, maybe thinking five to 10 years, usually around 10 plus years out into the future about what it really is that you want to accomplish in your life. And then your midterm goals are gonna be things that you want to achieve within the next two to five years. And so they're more immediate future and are gonna require a bit more clarity and specificity about what it is that you want to achieve. And then your anytime goals, these are gonna be habits and things that you're gonna be tracking throughout your daily life and just the overall type of person that you wanna be. And so I have a printable sheet that I will send a little PDF that I send to my clients and we will work through that together and determine what it is that fits into each of those horizons. I work from the very furthest horizon, the long-term goals 
all the way down to your short term because those often will influence what your daily goals are going to be. So that's the first step is just to sit down and just brain dump all that stuff, split it into three categories and start with your long-term goals first. The next thing that you're gonna wanna do is choose a theme for the year. And uh, our family does this. We usually pick a word or an idea of some kind stemming around whatever it is that we most want to improve throughout the year. And so um, it could be community. Maybe we want to really establish a strong community of friends and family in the area. We want to join a new church or we want to um, start a book club or just anything that sort of represents <clears throat> building a community. And so that would be our focus for the year. And so our goals within the year would sort of reflect that. And maybe your goal is to improve your finances. And so your theme for the year could be your budget or something like that, um, maybe eradicating your debt or something along those lines. So that is the next thing you're going to do is sit down and determine whatever your theme is for the year. And even though we are now a quarter of the way through 2022, you can do this at any time. You can sit down and prioritize the last three quarters of the year and present your theme now and figure out whatever it is. And so it's never too late to start. You can do it even if it's December and you wanna start thinking about it for the following year. Okay, the next thing is going to be to plan and simplify your month into a focus calendar or a focus challenge that has a beginning and an end. And this is super key because a lot of times working with clients, I find that it, if they have a goal or something that they would like to achieve and, or a habit they wanna start, it becomes all or nothing. It's like they're gonna start this and they're gonna do it in perpetuity forever. And I find that burnout becomes a, a really limiting factor um, because we put so much pressure on ourselves. And so I like to think of it in terms of challenges. And so that's why those types of ideas are really, really effective when you do a 30 day challenge and you join a gym and you try that, or um, you try a 30 day budgeting challenge or something like that. And so it is, it works well to break it down into a three to four week time span because that gives you enough time to really get into the routine of a new habit without it being overwhelming and feeling like you have failed if you fall off the bandwagon. So try to maybe choose a more specific theme from within your yearly theme to focus on for each month and then create a challenge for yourself and see if you can achieve some kind of streak and cross off all of the days that you are able to achieve your goal. My next tip here is one that always gets overlooked and it is super effective and it's what I call the procrastination pass. And this is assuming that we know we're going to procrastinate. We as human beings are very good at coming up with excuses not to do stuff because we prefer comfort. We don't like to be uncomfortable or outside of our comfort zone. We don't like to push ourselves if we don't have have to you know we're all about creatures of comfort habit and convenience and so when you put the procrastination past to work you are giving yourself an expectation and a boundary to that procrastination and we are also giving ourselves the power and understanding that procrastination is a choice 
So we choose throughout the month, if I'm working with a client, how many times we're going to allow ourselves to procrastinate. And I was working with a client most recently who is implementing some new habits for the month that they want to track. And we, I always recommend to not overload yourself with too many new things that you want to start. So I always try to keep it between one and three new habits or goals that you want to achieve so that it feels more manageable. And so we put these things down into that planner for them and we then said okay so what's our procrastination pass going to be how many times are you going to allow yourself to put something off um, before you run out of passes and so we determined the number to be five for the month and you can pick whatever number you want this isn't some sort of hard and fast rule it's just a way for you to take ownership of it remember that it is again a choice and to help train you to get control over your impulse to put things off. And whatever number that is for you is completely fine. It should be something that feels like you're taking a little bit of the pressure off of yourself to be perfect because perfection is actually just procrastination in disguise. I heard that quote um, a couple days ago from a friend of mine on Instagram and it is so brilliant. So I'm happy to share that one with you here. And it's true. So we don't wanna put ourselves into that camp, but then of course we also don't wanna put ourselves into the more common camp of just living in the world of procrastination all the time um, and putting things off for our future self. So whatever number, splits the difference for you and is gonna make you feel accomplished without being overly perfect about it is just fine. Okay, the next ingredient to successful goal setting is going to be the weekly check-in. And this is an opportunity for you if you've decided to go with a focus calendar or a focus challenge for the month, this is your opportunity to check in and get a beat on how things are working, what needs to be changed, what you might be falling behind on, check on your habits and all those different things. This is really about figuring out your time management. And so when you do the weekly check-in, you are gonna be able to build what your schedule looks like for the week and it's the most immediate snapshot of how you're gonna be spending your time. And this is where a lot of us fall short. The habits themselves are not really the hard part. It's more how we manage our time and how we manage our emotions. And so um, we're gonna just tackle the more practical piece of that, which is the time management and really make sure that we pencil in exactly and very specifically when we're gonna be doing certain things. And I find that the sweet spot is to do it in the time blocking format. And that basically just means if you're not familiar with time blocking, to give yourself a window of time in which you are going to complete certain tasks. So we're not micromanaging ourselves here and planning everything down to the, the minute or the, you know, the five minutes or whatever. It really is just a list of things that make sense in a certain part of your day that you're going to achieve in a three hour block. I typically will break my day up into thirds in three hour blocks with um, shut off time on either end in the morning and in the evening. And so that's what I usually recommend when you're setting up your weekly snapshot, start with blocks, 
break it into about three hour chunks, and then take your list of things that you know you need to do, your goals, your habits, whatever you happen to be tracking on your focus calendar for that week, and get it penciled in for a specific chunk of time. It's also really helpful to get it on your planner, get it in your calendar, write it down so it has a specific day and a specific slot. Next super important thing is to automate what you typically forget. And I find this a lot with paper planners where you write things down in it or you have a wall calendar and you don't have it on your phone. And if you're out and about, you're going to very easily forget certain things, running errands and this and that. We live in a digital age now. Most of us are used to smartphones and various forms of technology and they are very useful and powerful tools. And that's a big part of my job as a productivity coach is actually helping people who don't feel technologically inclined learn how to use these and I will actually teach you the process of using a digital form of productivity management. And I mean, you can use a, a Google or an Alexa or a whatever you have to do voice command to help you remember certain things that you might otherwise forget. And you can use reminders on your Google Calendar to help give you um, the, the little notification that tells you that you need to defrost the chicken or you need to call somebody or put a card in the mail or just those little everyday things that we often forget. What people sometimes have a little bit of pride over is thinking that these are all very easy things to remember. They should be able to remember it on their own without having to write them down or to automate them in some way. And we have to give ourselves a little bit of a break because our brains are not meant to be spinning wheels of uh, endless lists of tasks and things that we need to get done, we really should be freeing up that white space in our brain to be creative, to have deeper thinking moments rather than trying to constantly remember what it is that we need to do. And so automating to something like a Google Calendar or a voice automation and that's going to give you a reminder at a specific time on a specific day, it's planned ahead of time and you just don't even have to think about it is really actually quite smart and allows you to free up that space for higher level thinking tasks. So super important. And that is definitely something that if you need help with, I'm your gal, I can help you out with that too. The last thing I wanna talk about that's often also very overlooked is celebrating, planning a way to celebrate. So again, assuming that you take these seven tips and put them into an actionable strategy, you've thought about your long-term goals, you've chosen your theme for the year, you choose your focus for from that list for the month, you've done some sort of challenge for yourself, you're gonna mark off those milestones. We're not letting perfection allow us to procrastinate or to just put an end to trying and challenging ourselves in the first place, and you will have achieved something through this process. And so you deserve to celebrate as a result of that. And so it's nice to plan that ahead of time, figure out what it is that you wanna reward yourself with, some kind of experience, something that you've always wanted to try. Uh, maybe you wanna take yourself out to dinner or buy yourself a new 
bag or I, I mean, whatever it is, whatever type of person you are, whatever you are best motivated by is going to be completely fine and definitely something that's going to help you stay motivated to cross that finish line. And it serves as a form of external accountability if you're trying to do this sort of on your own. You know, maybe sit down at the beginning of this process when you're figuring out what your challenge is going to be for the month and decide what the last day is going to be and that what that thing is, what that special thing is that you're going to treat yourself to. You can even do this weekly if you find that your habit muscle is really weak and you're out of practice with these types of goal setting strategies. You can set rewards for yourself at the end of each week. You can set small rewards for yourself at the end of each day. And the most important factor about this is that the reward comes at the end of the journey. So that way you're not using it as a coping mechanism for not having achieved what you set out to do. All right, fam, that's gonna wrap it up. Those are seven golden nugget tips all about goal setting. And you can take those and weave them into your own killer, easy and repeatable strategy for living a life of more purpose and getting super crystal clear with what your goals are at every stage of your life. I would love to hear what your theme's gonna be for the year. Even if you're starting this process now, it totally doesn't matter. You can, again, start it at any time. So share that with us. If you're watching this video on YouTube, comment down below and let us know. If you have any questions, you can also comment those down below the description of this YouTube video. I'm always down in the comments answering questions. You can also DM me on Instagram if you are listening to this podcast. It's a very easy way to get in touch with me at I Speak Organized on Instagram. And be sure to give this video a thumbs up, subscribe to the YouTube channel, subscribe to the podcast on all major podcast platforms, and leave me a review if you're listening on Apple. I am so honored to have had your time for the last several minutes today, and I will see you guys in the next one. Hope you have a good one.